0: At least not yet. We'll have it in a few more weeks. Uh, but uh, we have a few, um, uh, a few basic uh, arguments that we're going to work our way through a little bit. And the first one we started yesterday, and we're going to review it a bit because yesterday we had the Megillah in the background and it's always good to review a little bit. Um, a person decides that he doesn't want to do Yibum. He wants to give his deceased brother's wife, Khalitza. And he does. Uh, what happens if he changes his mind afterwards and says, "You know, I really want to marry that lady." What do we want to? Uh... So uh, again, we were talking about this quality that there are people that, um, you know, always want to do a yes after they said a no. <laughs> you know, they change. Their, the The Torah has the mapilim like that. Uh, we, actually, we didn't want to go in there to Israel, and Hashem says, "Okay, die in the desert." No, we're going to go. Too late. You know, it's, uh, there are always people that are too late. Um the question here is if when he goes ahead and tries to remarry this woman how forbidden is it Now before he did yibum there the she was his brother's wife he's not permitted to marry his brother's wife Uh that's a chorus it, it it's not even a marriage if you try to propose to your brother's wife even after a brother's passes away it's just that the mitzvah of yibum takes off. The Torah tells you, go in your brother's shoe and and marry this woman. But he didn't do Yibum. So does he get the ability to to marry her? uh, And therefore the kedushin would be Chal? Or does he not get the ability to marry her? Because he had that chance. He took off the shoe uh, and she spit and they're done. Uh, So in case he went ahead and did it, he went ahead and, uh, and gave her Kedushin, and she accepted. Would anything happen? Does that, does that work or not? And there's uh, two opinions about that. So um, we're going to go back to the beginning of that, uh, Itmar. Uh, it's about only a third of the way down, but I'll, I'll read through it quick. You'll just see, because we're in the middle of that argument, Rav Yochanan and Resh Lakish, what, whether or not, again, a person who said, no, he ain't marrying that woman, and she spit. And he threw off the shoe. How dare him not build... But the problem is he didn't do the mitzvah and now he wants to marry her. Does it work? So he uh, wants to marry her because of the mitzvah or he wants to marry her because he likes her? I don't know. All we know is after he did chalitza, he goes ahead and he proposes to her, gives her... I, I don't even hear why it should be allowed. Okay. Oh, so no, no. Everybody agrees he shouldn't do it. Who says <laughs> Right. Okay. Did it. Right. So the question is, I don't see why that should be yibum. He already did something. Who says? Oh no. So maybe, maybe once we took we took off the problem of being the the brother's wife, so it's not forbidden for him to marry her. In other words, he's, the, had he done yibum, he could have married her. He didn't does that mean that it went back to being the brother's wife and he's never, uh, not allowed to marry her? Or is it just, he, he, he's not supposed to change his mind, but is it forbidden? Is, is there a marriage chal or not? Does, does the hetar st- of yibum stay or... Correct, correct. That's really, yeah, that's really the question here. Um, so, the, yeah. there were, there we're hearing the two sides, really. So, um, so again, he gave chalitza, to his Yevimto, and then it didn't have to be the same day, right? He went ahead and he proposed to her and she accepted. who um, ain't so uh, he's not Chaiv on the um, uh, this uh, chorus if he were to marry her. Now the other brothers, if there was more than one brother. They never had the option. One brother takes upon himself to marry the, or, or give chalitza to the woman. The other brothers do not get that heter. So they would be chayev al chalitza or the co-wife. Bainhu hu, al-achim, Rev Yochanan, he says, no, Bain hu, Baina enu He says, no, there's no chorus over here. What is this argument? My time in Reish Lakish. So Reish Lakish says like this. He says uh, Omar Kra Right in the middle of the page, it says he didn't build that house. Keivan Shalobona, Bona. It implies that something happened that's too late. Normally you don't say he didn't. But he still could. No, over here once he didn't build his brother's house. Keivan Shalobona, Bona, and he took off the shoe Shuvlo Yivno. He shouldn't rebuild it. So it's actually the, the way we understand it is he has a lav. So Ihu uh, Dekoy Balo Yivna, so uh he's going to get a love of not building it but his brothers they would be the same they would be forbidden to her cuz they they didn't uh they weren't the ones who got the heter to do to marry her kaima de yifna hatsara and the same thing would be with her it would be permitted but it wouldn't go for the co-wife Rabbi Yochanan says i don't understand this mi eka medi de macore eboy haicolat boy We're 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 throwing in the in the beginning. Any of the brothers could have jumped in. Any of the brothers could have been the one. Is there something in the beginning? It could be this one. It could be this one. Or in either of the women could have been the ones to have been open. So And now you're going to tell me that you get cut off. So there's another. So again, there's there's two issues here. One is the issue that he didn't marry her. He didn't do yibum. He gave her chalitza. And now he wants to change his mind. What's the status? And then there's the question of, what about the other brothers? And what about the other wife? Wives, depending on what he had there, right? So uh, how does that work? Like once one wife is chosen to do the mitzvah, then the other wife is never permitted. Or once one brother steps up to the plate... So he's the one that gets the permission to marry, not the other brothers. So that's really what we're pointing out here is that there's... um How does it work? Is it that since if the other brothers had chosen to marry her, it would be okay, so then later on, if they were to choose, she's not considered the brother's wife? Or no, that was only to one brother and only to one wife. And so... um so that, that's really the question. Again, before we started, every one of these the brothers' wives were forbidden to the other brothers because you're not supposed to marry your brother's wife. The Torah floats a mitzvah of down here. And it's, it's open to the taker, meaning it might be this wife, it might be that wife, it might be this brother, it might be that brother. So once one brother picks, I'm going to be the batter, I'm going to go up, I'm the oldest, that I, I, the, you're elected, he's the one. And he says he's not interested in the co-wife. He wants that wife. So once they kind of decide who are the players, what happens to the ones who are on the bench? Are they, do they, do they have, um, are they, uh, it's should some, one of the brothers want to marry later or should one of the co-wives want to marry later? Did they become permitted or did the napper become permitted? How does that work? So that's that's the other question we're throwing here. And that's really the words uh, that's Rabbi Yochanan's question, he said, how could it be that any of the brothers could have married her before? And that means, had any of the brothers wanted to marry, and any of the brothers given Khalitza, now you're going to tell me that if he chooses to marry her, he'll be cut off and it won't be valid. Ella, And so he says, how does it work? He is the messenger for the brothers. He's acting on their behalf which means that they really could marry her also. Uh, but he's the one who goes, goes to the plate, Ihi, uh, and uh, the wife, She's one of the wives has to, has to have the yimar Khalitza, and she doesn't. So that was the two opinions. So we started asking questions. Rabbi Yochan has a question. So what happened was he gave Khalitza, and then he proposed to her. And she accepted, and then he dropped dead. So, he's, that now his brothers have to give chalitza to the woman who got chalitza already once from this family. So, according to me, I, he says that really, it's just something he shouldn't do to remarry the chalitza. When you ignore, some, uh, it's only a love. A love. In theory, he could he could propose to her, and we'll whip him. But it is a marriage. So, that's why if he marries her and he dies, uh, so he, he needs to get. Uh, she needs to get Khalidza a second time. Second round. second round. That's right. <laughs> hey, weren't you here before? Yeah, the shoe fits. You know, <laughs> she, yeah, she. did. She knows how. She knows the procedure. El <laughs> But according to you, who says that um, this woman would be Bakarist and you can't marry her, so why, if the other brother married her, would she need Chalitza? So this seems to prove, uh, Reish Lakish says, I'm sorry, Rabbi Yochanan says, this seems to prove his view that it's only, a, a, um, it's only preferred, it's only allowed that he not marry her, and if he marries her, it's valid. That's why if, if he marries her and he dies, then the brother's got to give Chalitza again. So the answer's back, but uh, Reish Lakish answers, according to you, he says, what if one of the uh, other brothers, um, not the one who gave chalitza, a different brother, the one of the other brothers said, you went and gave her chalitza, I want, sometimes one of the brothers gives her chalitza so that the other brothers don't marry her. You know, he went ahead and gave her chalitza because he didn't want the other brother. He's a it's a blocking mechanism. Yes. <laughs> well, because he didn't want him to have the estate. That, that, this way, they all split the estate. You know, whereas if one, if one of them does yibam, so the other one runs and gives chalitza. Yeah, it's a uh, uh, brotherly love. So now the question is, so that brother later on, afterwards, he goes to the, the woman and he, he, he proposes to her. So does that work or not? So he says, love klum. He says, it doesn't work we each have a and if all it is is have a a mine of love why doesn't it work so um amarachesh she say for usli revekiva we can answer that you can really be have a there is one opinion that says that you're not allowed to marry have a love and that's revekiva don't in condition to say have so then the gemara says when listening to de revekiva ain't love cool so then it should mention uh, it should say this is only like Revikiva, because there there is another opinion that if somebody's not supposed to marry someone, and they do, as long as Haive Lavin, it would be valid. But only like Revikiva it wouldn't be valid. It should say that. So the Morris says Kasha, you're right, that's a little bit difficult. As we turn to today's page. Revashi, um, shimon, and Matar karaban. We have a few more answers over here in this case why the a woman who got chalitza, and then one of the brothers proposed to her whether it's valid or not. He learns it like this. If somebody gave chalitza to the woman, he's not marrying her, and then he changed his mind, and he went and he proposed to her. And then he died. So in that case, she needs chalitza. Which, who are the brothers that she's going to need Chalitza from? Achim um, HaYeludim. These are going to be brothers that were not born earlier. They're born later. So since they're born later, see, the earlier brothers, uh, they've been there, done that with this, uh, but the, a new brother coming in the situation, and then this brother died, so then he would be in the picture. Rashi HaYeludim. Shenoldu Achakadushin Shalzeh it's See, the other brothers, uh, when the chalitza happened, we were debating what happens when the, is the chalitza, like now she becomes the brother's wife. The Torah was allowing someone of the brothers to marry the brother's wife, to wear the brother's shoe, and uh, allow him to become like his deceased brother, but he chose not to. And so what he chooses not to, it goes back to being a brother's wife, and she's forbidden to any of the brothers. But that's only the brothers that were alive during that Khalitsa. Whereas now that she remarried, so to speak, even though she remarried a brother, and this new brother's on the picture, he never became forbidden to uh from the first one. Let's finish that Rashi. Um Hayuludim shows that follow Lo rummi Kamayo, he never got the first Zika, Liyavume. A Meshu Aesida Slaybu Lamolo Mitsa. Now, I he wasn't in the world. This is like Ushimid Omar Yibum Lisov, no Led if Depends on when he's born, whether that would be a problem or not. So uh that that would you could learn that case that way. Um Kitchweek Litsum uh, and Achin Man akim Acham Yuludim. Come on, Kariv Shimon. Uh, that's case number one. And if one of the uh, brothers that's born would, um, uh, one that was already here, uh, would try to propose to her, who is that? That's like Reish Lakish, because he holds that um, it's a chi of chorus, and therefore there's no marriage. Ravina He learns like Rabbi Yochanan, and he can give an answer like the Rabbanan, and we'll explain the case. Again, same case. We're trying to explain the, the first part and the second part. He gives her chalitza and then he proposes. And it says that the uh, she'll still need, the, uh, again, you have to put in the fact that he died. That's why, the, 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 the what happened was the first brother died and the second brother gave her chalitza and then the second brother proposed to her and then the second brother died. that's That's all in that case. <laughs> So then, the new brother uh, needs to give chalitza. Man, Achim, It's the it's the brothers that are already uh, around. Can't do chalitza. No, I think uh, we haven't discussed it yet. But I think they have to be a guttol. I think. Um, Actually, let's let's wait and see. I'm trying to. I I thought I remember there had to be a guttol, but well. Probably so. Yeah, yeah. That's. I imagine you have to have. Um, he, he, we're just we're at, with someone throughout the question about whether how old the the, um, the 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 brother giving chalitza. If what if he's not bar mitzvah yet, and then I think it's correct that he wouldn't he wouldn't be able to make a transaction if he was less than a. Um, so who is that? Like o Yochanan. That's like the rub on it. Okay. Um, Got to keep clear between the- Eludim versus Noladim. I yeah, right. yeah, that's the. So, are the newer one, more recent births, and the Noladim are the old timers. Around at the time. Around. At the first time around, that's right. Itmar, we learned right in the middle of the page. Habo Yavama. Somebody uh, marries the Yavama. Ubo Echem and Achim al uh and one of the other brothers wants to get in the act. He says he wants to marry. He goes and he. Um, marries the co wife. So, how bad is it that he married the co wife? So, be chadomer Uh One says that it would be a chorus, and one would say it's a say. Let's see the Rashi. Did we learn that all the wives have to continue on? I don't remember. Okay, like, do you have to do Yden or Halitza to each one of the No, no, ones? just one. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. So, 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 why, would would this, this, right. so why would this be an issue here? So um, Brothers, brothers and sisters or something? Well, let's see, Rash, Rashi oh, explains a little. What's the essay? of Ain Bona batim. It's a, there's only one house built. The nipter yeah. had two wives, right? Right, and we're keeping him alive. We're rebuilding right. the house of the deceased brother. Right. So Rashi's is quoting the pasuk. It says, bias, it, 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 it There's one house to build. Now, what happened is you got two brothers marrying two wives. What? What did the second brother do wrong? The answer is because the Torah was telling you, no, know, there's only one one house being built. One heter, really. Really, yeah. And the other one not. So, what is that? One view is that that's a, a he 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 went against the Torah. Only implied one should, and so. Not the worst thing. It's just, but he's over an essay. Because one is a messenger for the brothers. Either both of them would be essay, since the, he's not uh, doing it for the as a messenger for the brothers, right. um, so then it would be b'koris and uh, so it's a similar question to what we brought down earlier that is that there never was a, there was this there was this mitzvah of yibum in the air so to speak for one of the brothers and for one of the wives and once it's grabbed by a certain brother and a certain wife for the other brothers they didn't take that mitzvah and the, these women would be forbidden to them like uh, like a like a, shisach, like a brother's wife and the, and the marriage wouldn't be how as we quoted earlier Understanding that this oh. is going to be simultaneous, it happens once the once the yibum is is consummated. That's it. Right. They become us or to the other brother. Correct. That's right. I right. mm-hmm. see. Both the other brothers are out of the picture, and other wives. And other wives are out of the picture, okay. right? All, right. All That's right. That's right. That's one way to look at it. Or the other way to look at it is know that there's the, once it comes off, once uh, we don't look at it like they're the brother's wife. So it never can become the brother's wife again. Now, maybe they're the house that wasn't built. All right, that's an assay. You know, it's not the worst. It's not a chorus. Okay. Um, next. Uh, this is something we actually hinted to a long time ago, but didn't go into it. Omurav, uh, Omurav, Sota, new subject. What about uh, if one of the wives was not a good wife? <laughs> the brother was married to a wife, and the wife was fooling around on him. So she's a sota. Meaning that, the, and and the whole idea is that you don't want the brother didn't want to keep that marriage part of the marriage going. That this was the wife he was supposed to divorce, but he didn't divorce her yet, and uh, but he drank the water. She has to drink the water. So we had before that it's not even that. It's that she actually was caught um, uh, fooling around. It's more like a, um, it's a, this the wife that. Um, She's beyond, beyond, she beyond, beyond the, the water. Yeah, <laughs> she's beyond the water, right. That's right. So, um, but what about the co-wife? So what's the deal there? So, um, in other words, there's two wives. One that he was in the process of divorcing because she was fooling around on him. And then there was another wife. So he says, "Sura Sota, the co-wife of the Sota is Asura. Why two Sibe Karayas? Just like if one of the wives, we said it's a package deal. If you can marry both wives, then you can marry one. And if you can't marry both, then you can't marry one. Until now that was the whole idea if the if one of the wives was a, a forbidden relative, then the even is off because it has to be like the, the for the channel to open up. It can't be that one you know, one of the wives is not eligible. So she here also one of the wives is not eligible. So she knocks out everybody. She knocks out there. that's that's Rav's opinion. so to say why is she not? Why, why does she knock herself out? Because she's a Sota? Right, that's right. Well, because by, by like Sota, it uses the word Tuma, that she made herself impure to uh, once she's uh, uh, had relations with another man, so she no longer can be married to her, her husband. Oh, I see. I see, I see. So, she, so that knocks her out as being a wife, period. Correct. And it knocks out the other wife. Yeah. He said um, if uh if there's um if one of the first um one uh there's uh one of the brothers gives either uh Bia or Khalitsa um to the first brothers, Pato Sarasa, that would exempt the co wife. This is a different case. Uh let's see, Rashi. This case um uh, we always get these cases that we're going to get into later, but Rashi brings the whole case. It's five lines down. Ha'isha Shehola, it's uh, a, the woman, the husband is out of, out of the country. Sheholok and people come, and they tell her we got bad news. May your hubby died. So, Vanessa, so she remarries. And guess what happens? A'cha bo' the husband shows up. Not good. So, uh, she can't... It says u'bo, that means there was witnesses. It says they came. Okay. Both. That's plural. All right. That's a they. Okay. And then the husband shows Mishne, up. The, the Gemara there clarifies that there was only one witness, even though it says both. Rabbi Cohn's question is good, but the Gemara clarifies that it was one. Oh, thank you. Okay. Um, so uh, then the, the husband shows up. Now, she can't go back to her first husband because she already had relations with a new husband. She can't stay with the new husband because her she's still married to the first husband. It's not a good situation and then mesu Achav uh and then uh his brother uh died so'm um mesu um, i'm sorry um that then this guy he probably had a heart attack uh you know when the new husband showed up or the I mean, the, the, his wife, who we thought, was still there. There's a new husband in the house. Uh, so he dies this time. So now his brother, can his brother do yibum to the wife that really couldn't have stayed married to him because she had relations with another man? The only thing is, in this case, she wasn't trying to fool around, but because she just thought that he um, thought that he died. So they're supposed to give chalitza to, in this case. Uh, Rav says, If they didn't give chalitza, This woman is like a, um, to the yavum, she's like any other woman. What's the reason that we're angry at this woman? Uh, we're, we're concerned that the woman remarried too quickly. Uh, she didn't really uh, uh, check out the evidence well, as it turned out, he was still alive. And women aren't supposed to do. Oh, she heard a rumor her husband died, and then all of a sudden she she's in bed with another man and remarries. And it, it, we we put some of the blame on her. It's a penalty that uh, you, it's a person should be sure that the spouse died before they remarry. So that's a penalty on her. But now that her husband really did die, and it's time for yibam or chalitza, so we don't put that penalty on the on the brother, as Rashi says. In this case, she it wasn't her fault. She heard he died. Alma, what do you see? Even though the uh, the woman had relations while she was still married, the co-wife is still permitted. And the whole argument is about. The woman who remarried by mistake, but the co wife uh, certainly is eligible for Yibum. So, we're, again, the question here is this a man has two wives, and one of the wives had relations with another man while she was married, and then he died. And so, the question is the fact that one of the wives has an impediment to staying married to him, does that affect the Yibum or Chalitza outcome of the co wife? Because just like uh, if one of his wives is related to a brother, that affects the yimor chalitza. Because when one of the wives, the channel doesn't fully open up. There's no yimor chalitza. What about over here where there's tuma by one of the wives? Does that affect the co-wife? And we had two scenarios. One was where it was because the woman did something wrong, she had, or the other one was she thought that he died and she just didn't uh, investigate well enough. So of course, this is a machlokus. Back to the Gemara. He says it works. I'm talking about a sota minatora, meaning that minatora, the woman has tuma because she had relations with another man. And you're talking about a rabbinic sota. That is where she didn't have relations with another man on purpose. She thought he died. That's only a penalty of the Rabbanin. You can't compare the two. So then, but we did compare, but we asked it as a question, what were we thinking? The answer is, if the rabbis made a, a, a rabbinic sota, uh, this, um, again, the, the case where the woman remarried by mistake, we call that a rabbinic sota. She, she had relations with a man. She, she didn't intend to commit adultery. Uh, but uh, the rabbi said that she should have been more careful. So the the thing is, we thought that would have been set up the way the Torah had set it up. Mezir ravashi has a question. Niknas imo Another case. Let's say the woman. And let's say indeed she was. Let's say she didn't rush into it. She waited a while and investigated, and everything you know looked as though he had died. And we're talking several months or even years, and then he shows up.
1: So, it, so I th-
0: I think it's too hard to differentiate. We just say as a as a general rule that if the um, if it turns out that he was really alive, we just the rabbis put a penalty there. The assumption is that she she should have uh, there there would have been more evidence, and more rumors out there, something else to check on. Um, but you're right, there may be a case where she did she went beyond, and somehow you know they they got you know he got confused on the battlefield about who died or whatever you know. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so uh, Masev. So I, my answer to you is that there are correct. It, it could be in Hashem's book. This woman did everything right. But as far as setting up rules, we have to kind of make a low plug. Like the rabbi said, that look, if if it happened like this, that the it, the the woman remarried, and the husband's still alive. In most of those cases, that meant the woman didn't do enough research, and so we he they put a penalty on. So. Uh, uh, let's say she went into the hotel uh, to meet this strange man. And she was there long enough to have done something improper. Uh, and But we, we don't know if it actually, uh, she claims that nothing actually happened. So, Asula So we say um, uh, she's forbidden to go back to her house. Um, this also co- comes back to um, a little bit what Richard was saying, is that what if she didn't? What if it was perfectly innocent? Uh, but it's, uh, let's see the I mean, Rashi, last we, Rashi on the page. But there's no, such, in, in Sota, there's no such thing as maybe she was perfectly innocent. She wasn't. Yes, uh, let's see Rashi. About, the base here means the husband, Shemezinsa, because perhaps she uh, was Mizanah, uh, Shuriglayim was Ladover. Uh, because it's fishy over here, she that means it looks very likely something funny went on here. Not funny. She uh, Shari He warned her not to minister, and she went uh, in private with him. V'Im Now, if she's a Kohennis, Now she can't eat Truma anymore because she's her Cohen husband. She's off limits, like it says. in so to Truma. is really a yeah. So let's go back to the Gemara. And if the husband dies, he, has, he finds out the wife, he drops dead, so uh, this woman says, no, no, she's a good wife, nothing happened. She was just, who knows what. So uh, the rule is, we have them give Chalitza naibum, because maybe, if, I mean, if the base of HaMiknash were standing, they could go and, you know, she could take a soda drink, and we could figure out if she really uh, did or didn't. But so therefore, we give chalitza. Sufik. Um And again, once the sotavadai, once it's maishna sotavadai, my time, the sotavadai, where a woman we know for a fact had relations, that's like a forbidden woman. It says tumah. Over here, this case, we don't really know. Like I said, where the temple's standing, we could figure this out. So to, uh, but the more is saying, sotasafik, nami tumahksivei isn't a it, it, and basically the Torah forbids the man to be with her until we figure this out, so it's also Tuma even if she didn't have relations with if it turns out she's okay, we have to wait for that process, but until then the husband and wife aren't allowed to be together so we're going to bring in a, a different case um well you'll see right away it uh, a person is allowed to uh, take their divorced wife back if she didn't marry someone else in between. But if she had another man in between, uh, they're not allowed to take the divorce. Basically, when a person is married to a woman, she's not. If she has relations with another man, she becomes forbidden to her first husband. Whether those relations were during marriage, whether they were after marriage, it doesn't really matter. It's uh, it's not supposed to the 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 wife is supposed to stay loyal to the husband. So Now it could be that she just accepted a proposal to get marry a different man and in that case she never lived with a different man. But if she had Nisuan with a different man, Usar, mena Arisan, if she just engaged Bishum Hutma. Because it's once she had relations with a new man, she can't go back to her old man. He says, even if she just got engaged, she's forbidden. It's coming to include a sota that we don't know for sure, but she wasn't alone with a a foreign man. Well, what is it? So the Gomorrah says, so this here, we're, we're actually going back to this question. What is the status of this woman who we don't know if she did something to forbid her to her husband? And had the base of Englishman standing, we could take her for a soda drink and figure it out. So is she married or is she not married? And it's very relevant to where the husband drops dead and we need to know, do we give chalitza or not? But the Torah says she became Tame. Our question is, does she become Tame even if we don't know if she's Tame? In other words, Me, all we know is she was alone and she could have become Tame. But does that make her tume now because right now as far as the husband knows he, he's not allowed to be together with this wife. Yeah. Does she become usser to him? Correct. Even yeah. in the absence of clear knowledge of a mice. Correct. That right, that's right. That's exactly what the question is. So this sounds like in that wouldn't that be another situation where it's... So what is the what does the uh, the brother do now? In other words, he, his brother died, he's got this wife that was a sota. Uh, is that wife uh is there a, a mitzvah to give chalitza or not? Does he have any responsibility? Oh, okay. he, he, so he, 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 uh so we're trying to bring a proof that we actually learn out since the Torah includes this uh the uh this uh woman who's suspect uh would be included uh, uh in Tumah. So the Morris says, no, actually it, it, when it uses the word nistarah, it actually means nivela It means that it didn't doesn't mean she was just alone with a man. She had relations with him. So then why did we just say Nistra, Lishnamalya? You know, that's a nice way to say it. Yeah, when a woman is alone with a man, Then uh, she was in bed with him. What do you mean? Well, when, oh, she was in bed. Nothing else happened. No, when you say she was in bed with him, we know exactly what that means. Okay, <laughs> that's a nicer way of saying it. were even nicer. They just said uh, she was in private with him. Um, so the more says uh, Nivula, how could if, if you're telling me she actually had relations? Tumuxibha. That's that's clearly Tumu Nidma. So um the Morris says make him a then then it would be forbidden uh, that that adds a love to it. He holds there's not a lav. name, even if she had relations, my time uh cause she's still married to him. Okay, that's uh, that is part of that question of the status of the Sota that fooled around with her marriage. Again, she's, they're supposed to get divorced, but they didn't yet. What is the status of, the, of that marriage? And it's relevant if she dies, if he dies, whether they give chalits or not. Next question. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. He ignored the rules. His wife had remarried, and he takes her back, and then he dies. Um, and he has more than one wife. Is there a mitzvah of Yibun or not? mahu. So, a of Yoseb and keeper, loti boila, kivid omer of Yoseb and keeper, tumma, but grusha suksiv. He says maksa grusha is a tumma. And we had before, whenever one of the wives is an erva, whenever ever one of the wives that's eligible for yibum is forbidden, the co wife is also forbidden. So, since the Torah calls her tumma, just like. Um, She's a woman who had relations with another man besides her. Now, in this case, she didn't have relations. At, she had relations after she was divorced. And, uh, but the problem was, he took her back. So the question is, is this a wife of Tumah? <laughs> so we're saying it is. So Sarasa Komoso. So uh, the, the wives also all have the same status. Be But doesn't it say that wife is a Tumah? He Tumah in Banah Tovan. So, no, they're saying it's to the wife and not the kids. Uh, the kids, if he has uh, children from the Maxa Grusha, those children won't be Mamzerin. But Husso Rasa Toeva, but if the, the co wife would be uh, forbidden. So, Kiti Borlachalid Rabban, Afagan Rabban and a Besota would exceed. They uh, agree by Sota that the Torah calls that woman a Sota. Uh, and basically, again, a woman who's married to a man, and then that woman has relations with another man during the lifetime of her husband, even if she got a divorce, even if she thought he died, the Torah calls that odilma, or maybe, or maybe no, maybe this, uh, this it's used in this way as uh, uh, Toma means not that she had relations, it just means that we're thinking, we don't know if she had Tuma or not. Um Ikadiami, some people say leader by Loti, it's not a question. Keep in it's used in a different sense over here. The Tumba means she might have had Tumba. Kiti Boy keeper, that's the question. My alpha tumba maxugusiv, even though the Torah calls that tumba, Miy Rachman Hutueva." That marriage is disgusting, ain't Sir And maybe the co wife isn't. Oh Dilmahito ain't but Maybe no, it only refers to the kids, Husser Tu'eva. So we're throwing out this question um, where there's a forbidden marriage, but it's forbidden because it's maqser grushaso, And the question is, how bad is it? And does it, um, does it go affect the co-wife? We had before that when one of the wives is a problem, then it affects both wives. But how big of a problem is this maqser grushaso? Does it affect the co-wife? He said we learn. He said we what happens if one wife is, is a good wife and one is pustos? What happens if... Um, so he said, if you're going to give chalitza to one of the wives, give it to the wife, who anyways would be to marry a kohen. Uh, she's not kohen eligible. If a, say a woman had relations with a non-Jew, so she's not eligible to marry a kohen. So if, if one of... The, now the guy has two wives... And he, he's not going to marry them e- anyways. So if he's going to give chalitza, give chalitza to the one who can't marry a kohen. And if he's going to do yibam, he should marry the one that's psula. What is that case where one wife was kosher and one wife wasn't? That meant to marry someone else. They can't marry anybody else. I mean, to him it was kosher, so what's the difference? It means to this brother. Oh my you and uh, I'm sorry. To why? How could a woman be permitted to one man and not another? The answer is if he had married her once, so now she's not permitted back to him, but to the brother she's fine. And we see that there is a mitzvah on the other wife. So again, this dealt with our question: when one wife is a Maxagrusha, is the is the co-wife permitted to be? So this, this married in case he didn't knock her out. Correct. That's, that's right. So in, and we were saying before it did. So has that mm-hmm. proved this opinion wrong? Mm-hmm. So Morris says, no, L'olam We're not talking about uh, the Maxer Grusha case. We're talking about a woman who could marry another man. And Psula means she couldn't marry. But if he's allowed to marry, what's the problem? of Yosef. Uh and that's the teaching of Rev Yosef, the Om Rev Yosef, Rabbi, A person uh, shouldn't spill out his water, and somebody else uh, might want it. And that, that, over here, that, that's a, f- a famous uh, teaching. In other words, it's, it's just because you don't want something doesn't mean that you should destroy it for someone else. So over here, he's not planning on marrying these uh, 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 wives. So he's going to give chalitza. Now, if he gives chalitza to the wife who's cohen eligible, then she won't be able to marry a cohen afterwards if she wants to. Whereas if he gives chalitza to the wife that anyways isn't coin eligible, no harm done. She's not going to have any more stigma attached to her. So why should he go and ruin it for somebody else? Why should he spill out the water? Maybe somebody else wants a drink. So uh, we want to get back to this question. What's the deal with the co-wife of the maksugrushasa? And again, it has to be that he takes back his divorced wife who had remarried in between um uh, somebody else yeah uh, she uh this wife or the co-wife can get Khalitza Hisa couldn't mean both uh I mean you can't do both you can only marry one wife when oh he owes so now all of a sudden this is important basically there's there's a textual issue here. we've got to fix it already to put in the word or. Another because it said so. Once you're fixing it, so the Gemara said, Didn't you have to add a few words to make it make sense? So once you're adding a few words, terutz you read it he she gets chalisis arasa o and the co-wife could get one or the other. words, right? Why can't you learn it? So therefore, it won't be a proof. If it had said it, it had been one of these teachings that was clear. Then you could have brought me a proof. But once we knew there were some words missing, it's not a proof. Om Rav Kiyabar Abba, Rav Yochanan, Rav Abba, boy, add the following question. Mahu. Somebody remarries the divorced wife. What's about the co-wife? Omer Lach Ami, but boy he gufa. Why do not you ask about the woman herself? So he gufa loki boy. To marry the divorced wife that was retaken, that's not a question. a Kavachomer, but muter Usr. but aser lach lo kol If the if the co-wife who would be permitted will be forbidden, so the the wife that was ushered to the original husband for sure is going to be ushered to the other. Kik boy The whole question was the co-wife. Me Alam kav chomer lemidketzora olo. Are we going to forbid this co-wife or not? For Nachum Masnahaki, he learned the question like this. Some boy, Reb Yochan, Hamaksagrushas mishnis ma. Why don't you ask the co-wife? He said, no, I didn't have the question. Of course she's okay. The question is, what about the divorced wife or not? The brother had trouble with her because a man should never be married to a woman who once he was married to her had another man. But the brother has no problem with that because it, it, he never, he was never married to her so the fact that she had other men won't be a problem to the brother so these two versions really boil down to is the issue the maqsa grushaso, or is the issue the co-wife of the maqsa grushaso? that's the difference in these two versions and we will stop